Do you constantly battle feeling like you're not enough? Maybe it feels like this heavy weight is tied around your neck. You're stuck comparing yourself to others, alternating between jealousy and resentment. Did you know that changing your thought life, renewing your mind as we're called to do in Romans, can free you from living like this and set you on a path of joy-filled living? Don't know where to start? That's where I come in. Book a one-on-one mindset renewal session with me. Just send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get more info. In these sessions, we break down beliefs that are holding you back and set you on a course of living a less overwhelmed, more joyful, and purposeful life. You'll leave with the tools you need to rewrite the script in your head and take control over your life. Again, email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com and I will send you all the information. I can't wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome to this week's bonus episode, and I have a confession to make, guys. Oh, the truth is, we are at the end of January And my Christmas tree is still up. Yep. Yes, it is. And it's not still up because I enjoy it. It's not still up because I think it brings magic to the space. It is up simply because every time I have a thought of taking it down, I get overwhelmed. I get overwhelmed. So I wanted to share with you or confess to you a few ways that my mental health impacts my life. To one, maybe make you feel seen if you struggle in some of these areas too, but also to give you hope that they don't have to define you. Listen, my son is not going to come out of his childhood with trauma because my Christmas tree up was was up a little too long, right? Like we have to put that into perspective. I used to beat myself up over it. And don't get me wrong, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated that I want to do the thing. And yet for some reason, I can't seem to bring myself to do the thing. Do you feel me? I'm frustrated by that. But I've had to learn to let go of my frustration, to give myself compassion, to give myself grace, and trust that the waves that come with bipolar will eventually land in a space where I take that tree down with ease and joy and no big deal. I've learned not to push myself to breaking point to do something that my mind and my body cannot yet do. I've learned to accept that. And friend, it's okay for you to accept that too. Listen, here's another confession. I am a terrible housekeeper. I'm terrible. Dishes cause me stress. 
Interesting side note on that. When I first got diagnosed with bipolar, I bought my husband this book all about living with someone with bipolar. And it just gave a high level example of certain things that were common triggers for bipolar and doing dishes was one of them. Oh my goodness. I felt so validated by that, that it wasn't just that I was lazy. It wasn't just that you know, I didn't want to do it, but it is like a proven fact that dishes in the sink are a trigger for bipolar. I was like, wow, I feel seen. I am a horrible housekeeper. I have piles everywhere. Part of that's not bipolar. I grew up in a very, very cluttered home. And I find that when that happens, one of two things happen. You either go so polar opposite from the clutter, or you embrace it and you end up with a cluttered life yourself. It's interesting. Me and my sister reacted differently to growing up surrounded by clutter. She is now a minimalist. If even a pen is on her counter, it stresses her out. She doesn't want to see anything anywhere where I have embraced the clutter, not to the extent that my house growing up was. But we got some piles of papers here and there. We've got a pile of books that are on the go being read. You know, I've got piles of laundry that take a while to get put away. Confessions of a bipolar. You know, the other thing that I really struggle with, and I've shared this on my social media, I really struggle to take a shower. Like, I really struggle taking a shower. Um, I know I need to. It feels okay in the process, sort of. I have an aversion to getting wet, but what some people don't understand, and my husband, he tries to understand, bless his heart, but he doesn't get it. To him, it's just like, it's just taking a shower. To me, it's not just taking a shower. It's about a thousand steps that I have to do. I have to get unchanged, meaning I have to take off my shirt, step one. I have to take off my pants, step two. I have to... There's all these steps. Then you have to get into the shower and there's all these steps. It's not just wash your hair. There's like all these steps. Then when you come out, it's not just dry off. You got to dry off. You got to brush your hair. You got to put on all the lotions and potions. And then you got to do something with your, like it is an overwhelming process. The, the thought of taking a shower and getting wet and going through that process is so hard that I only shower maybe, honestly. Oh, I'm really selling myself out here. I'll, I've shared it on Instagram. I can share it here. Maybe every seven to 10 days. Like I may in the sink wash some body parts during that, but I will not go in full immersion into the shower every seven to 10 days. So that means I'm not actually washing my hair every seven to 10 days. I've trained it. So it looks pretty good that but um, yeah, those things with my illness are hard for me. Doing dishes with my illness is hard for me. Taking down my Christmas tree with my illness is hard for me. And I think that it's okay that we admit that and we don't beat ourselves up about that. It's okay that some things are hard. I mean, if our child is struggling learning math, we don't think less of them. We think it's okay if that's hard for you. 
if our spouse is struggling on a project at work and is stressed out, we don't think, oh, why is he stressed? We like appreciate some things are hard. And yet when it comes to ourselves, particularly, and I'm I'm speaking from the mental health perspective, when things are hard for us, we are awful to ourselves. We just berate ourselves. We, We use it as some sort of fake evidence to suggest that we are less than and incompetent and incapable and not worthy and such a failure and unusable by God. Like we, we are just awful to ourselves. But can I tell you, friend, if you're struggling with your mental health and there are things that are hard for you, God sees you. He loves you. He can still use you. He's not looking down at you being like, oh, why is that so hard? He has compassion and grace for you. And he wants you to have compassion and grace for yourself too. And here's the wonderful thing. In all the places that I have a hard time with, the balance is God has gifted me in other areas that I excel in. I excel at emotionally connecting with my son. I excel at providing nutritious meals for my family, not the kitchen cleanup after, but I excel at doing that. I excel in my gifting that God has given me to encourage other women in their valley seasons. So for all the things that I find hard, God has gifted me in other areas. I mean, we just talked about this on Monday, didn't we? We all have a call. But I want you to just give yourself grace. Is it hard for you to shower? That's okay. I see you. I understand. Is it hard for you to focus? Therefore, you don't get as much work done and you don't feel as productive? I see you. I understand. Is it hard for you to hold down a regular job? Yeah, I'm guilty of that. I see you. I understand. Is it hard for you sometimes just to get up and get dressed in the morning? I see you and I understand. But here's even something better than me seeing you and understanding. God sees you. God sees you. And he loves you. And none of those things that are hard for you takes away from your value as a daughter of the king. None of the things that you struggle with take away the love God has from you for you. Nothing takes away your value and your worth. You are a treasure to God. He delights in you. He doesn't just love you. He likes you and delights in you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to be the rock on which you stand. He wants to be the bosom that you run to for a a comforting embrace. Nothing about what is hard for you makes you any less in the kingdom of God. And I have to remind myself of that often. Listen, I have a big Christmas tree in my house right now reminding me 
of how much of a quote unquote failure I am. Mm. But I meet with Jesus every morning in the word and I get the truth of how much I'm loved, how much I'm cherished, how much I'm delighted in. I don't know when that tree will come down. Once it stayed up until April. I'm praying to God that he gives me motivation and energy and release me of my overwhelm before April this year. I'm hoping it's down before Valentine's Day. But if it isn't, guess what? God still loves me. My husband still loves me. My son still loves me. I'm still an anointed mother. I'm still a blessed wife. And you are still all those things too. I don't know what your Christmas tree is, but it does not take away a single ounce of your value. And I just felt like I really wanted to remind you of all that today because I know there's so many of you struggling. I know with mental health and mental illness that the day-to-day tasks of living are hard but you also have so many gifts. You have so much to contribute to this world. You have so much impact. You have so much empathy. You have such a generous heart. I know that because I know that people like us who struggle in that way are born with increased empathy and a bigger heart. And that is a blessing. And that is an incredible way that God can use us. Anyways, come join me in the Affirming Truths podcast community on Facebook. It's a free group. Tell me what your Christmas tree is right now. Go to the group. Tell me what is something that you struggle with. And let's encourage each other and cheer each other on. Because friend, no matter what, you are a daughter of a king. I'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.